Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. We got a special guest in studio, Wagner University's very own. We get to call you Wagner University's very own. Shout out to. Are you still that? I mean, no, because you're an alumni. So once you're an alumni, you are attached there forever. Mike Carey, ladies and gentlemen, national team player. What else could we put on Mike's resume? Shout out to Shaolin. I don't know what you did just then, Kate. Like, you completely lost me. Yeah, Shaolin, that? You, how are you living Staten Island for like three, two years and don't know about Shaolin and Wu Tang Clan? Wu Tang Clan, I know that. I've seen the niggas in So they call Staten Island, they call it. it Wu Tang was also like 30 years ago. Anyways, Mike. <laughs> no, I've seen him. I've seen him on Island before. Welcome no. to the pod. <laughs> We've had you once on the pod before, but that's yeah. when you were still in school. This is your first time in studio, and you were wowed by the setup we have here. Yeah, man, y'all got a great setup going on. Uh, I was actually impressed. He's such a liar. <laughs> all He's right. such a liar. I know, right? <laughs> you gotta be good. Like, wait, this is. I know, I know. <laughs> that's all right. No, we're not like real media, so you don't even have to BS us. We yeah, just, that's we cool. Just talk okay, shit. Right, so right. let's jump straight into it. Um, for your formative years, I know. For a long time, you went to high school in Houston, mm-hmm. so you are you kind of grew up in the Houston area. That's yeah. probably like second home to you. Seeing everything that's going on now with Hurricane Harvey, how have you been taking that in? Have you been talking to people there? Because I assume you still got friends yeah, there. Yeah. Have you been talking to people there? What's this whole experience been like for you? Um, I'm really not an emotional person like that, man. So like, you know, yeah, America, they they like what we what we're seeing. See, the Bahamas is, like, as small as the country we are. We we're built for hurricanes. They're just not. So, they're all the flooding and stuff. They're, they're levees. Same thing that went on in New Orleans. They don't, they don't really prepare for stuff like this. So, it caught them by surprise. And certain areas are flooded really bad. Don't think, like, the whole of Texas is flooded or the whole of Houston area. Certain areas are flooded really bad. And other areas are probably, like, you know, dry. Do you still have friends there that you're in contact with? That have yeah. you talked to any of them uh, yeah, since I, the whole I, thing I've happened? Ta- I've talked to some of them. My, my brother's over there. He just went. To, he just went to school at TSU. Okay. And um, that whole downtown area is really flooded. Really. What about the the spots you used to hang out? I was I was in the, I was in the suburbs, man. Yeah. My 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 stuff that it's it's flooded, but like I was in the suburbs. Yeah, it's and flooded, but it's like humble brag. Uh, where them dudes was like, where where do you where do you see like all that flooding stuff? Yeah, it's like I think like fifteen ten minutes away from my junior college. Really? Oh, yeah. San Jack. Yeah, yeah. I, so I talked to my coach yeah. the other day, and he was just like, yeah, like the wall is about to come through his um through his house. Dang. I'm like, yeah, you gotta put a sandbag in front. He's like, oh, for real? I was like, yeah. <laughs> So really, as a Bahamian in the Houston area, what you could have done was you could have had like hurricane prep classes for them. Yeah, yeah, I could have made some money, right? Because there's a lot of Bahamians in Houston. They probably yeah, be they should have been ready for that, shouldn't they? I mean, I mean, they probably were, but it's a whole lot more people than them. Yeah, but <sighs> people, people over there think they're untouchable, man. So they don't think it's gonna be that bad. They never expect the, the worst. I mean, it makes sense though, because how often does that really happen? It doesn't. So, I think they should have took precautions from uh, when Hurricane Katrina happened. You live and you learn. Yeah. Best case scenario kind of guy over here. Okay, so the, I think the last time we talked to you, you were just going to Wagner. Yeah, I was a junior. Yeah, you. it's been a lot has happened since then, yeah, to put it lot, mildly. You went, you went to Wagner. You had a great two years there at the resume. Me and Randy were writing stories all the time because mm-hmm. every other week you were you were doing something. You were, being named, you were being named to something. The entire Wagner experience. Sum it up for us. What, I mean, Man, uh, what did you what What did you take away from from going to Wagner? You had two incredible years there. Uh, 
Yo, absolutely. I just I didn't learn. To be honest, I didn't learn nothing. <laughs> I got I got God I got, damn it, Mike. No, I got I got to apply it. I'm being real right now. Like I'm not under no more NCAA sanctions. Yes, I, this is what I, I like I'm, because I'm the last time right we now, talked, right? the last time we talked, you you still right you still had to fake it. I didn't it. learn anything. Like junior colleges will prepare me for Wagner. Sad Jack. Nothing. Sad so, Jack. The I know school wasn't winning before I got there. So I took everything I learned from San Jack. It was a winning program, and they taught me what to win, how to win. And, I mean, Wagner probably just showed me what my, what my strength was, how to be efficient, I guess. I mean, I know I played in that conference, too. It was a tough conference. Like, it was way tougher than where I went to university at. Was yeah. was Wagner, was that conference the same way? Yeah, I mean, my junior, my junior college, bro, could have beat a lot of D1 teams. Yeah. Like we we could have probably played in the Mountain West. Yeah, I mean, well, that's because San Jack is not like your typical JUCO, though. I mean, San Jack yeah. is like a factory for for dudes going D one. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. like, I mean, in that whole conference, though, anybody who who earned like regular minutes went D one. Like, yeah, easy. <laughs> if you average, yo, if you average like eight points in that conference. You went D1. That guy is going to average like 10, 11 if you go to mid major. Easy. Easy. Like my whole still every start I had like three guys off the bench in my junior college went D1 yeah so and given given that given that you like you said you didn't really learn anything do you regret the decision to go to Wagner then or do you think you should have opted for a bigger program no I, I think I think it was all God's plan I didn't want to be like you know uh, well to be honest no matter what program I'd go to whether it's big or small I was coming in to start like people have to understand no one recruits junior college players to sit the bench, yeah, you're not, you're not wasting years a scholarship there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, if you were junior college playing, you go sit the bench. You did something wrong. You wasn't with the plan out to be. And I heard guys talk about, oh, my coach didn't like me. All right, man, stop the bullshit. Like, like you, you, you're literally that coach job depends on you. Like, I sit in the office. One thing I did is sat in the office with all these coaches. So I have relationships with everyone. Um, I probably can get people scholarships sometimes in the later future when I want to. Um, but I'll keep that in mind. Ten yeah, years from now, I've, I've set. It ain't gotta be long. It'd be five years. I've <laughs> even sat, better. I've set. Let's talk right now. Yeah, we can talk right now. Literally, <laughs> I've sat inside the offices with them and, and see how they think, pick their brains, and the coach. Like everybody has their favorite hometown favorite, right? So let, I'm gonna use San Jack for instance. I was the hometown favorite, top 100 guy, blah blah, whatever, right? So I'm coming in. There's a kid who's actually better than me coming up the bench, and but he goes and he tells him, look, Mike's been with us for two years, and he's a hometown guy. You can't start, but you're going to play starters minutes. But we're going to find a way to compliment both you guys because we have to keep this Houston pipeline going. He was better than me. I give it to him. He's better than me. Hmm. That's the politics of it that uh, that a lot of people don't think of when they think of that situation. Let's stay on San Jack for a minute. There's another Bahamian player there on the roster right now. Are you familiar with him? Uh, yeah, I'm very Adley? familiar with him. They... they before they before they brought him in, they they called me and asked me what I thought about him, you know. So for all these parents who have seen me in some of thunder, you know, she know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Came at me in a crazy way. I I told like I, I'm a humble guy. Wait, what happened at summer humble, theater? I'm a Back humble it up. guy. No, you're not. Okay, that's a lie. You, no, you're not a humble guy. Come at yeah, me Mike, in stop, a crazy stop. way. Mike, you're not a humble guy. I'm Let's a humble just guy. Right man. No, you're not. I'm a humble guy. No, you're not. <laughs> what happened at summer thunder? What happened was okay. I don't really go out there to play hard. I can't play hard. I'm not on insurance or nothing. So I'm literally playing. I'm cheating as a pickup run. You're trying to yeah. stay in shape. Yeah, I'm trying to stay in shape. That's all it is. So some, you know, probably when I play with other pros and we play CSU, uh, 
and it was Keno and, and, and yeah, that's Tony that's a, that's a different then level I'm like, when you okay, play with I'm them dudes. Play. Yeah, if I'm playing with a bunch of high school kids, then I'm playing, but I'm more so teaching as I play because I believe a development is more important than winning a game against a college team. They're really probably not even really where they're going to be in November. I see how you're setting yourself up for life after basketball, you know I mean? by the way. We'll I'm get to not, that. I'm not. I'm yes, not. you are. Yeah. I don't want to deal with basketball when I get done, man. I, no, I'm BS. Serious, man. I call BS right now. But we, anyway, we're going to replay back. this let me, podcast years from now. Let me get back to what I'm saying, right? Okay. So there's a, there's a, there's a woman in the stand. She's like, oh, uh, number number five, um, we going into halftime. You got to pass the ball. You got to play team ball. I looked in the stands. I said something, Eric. I said, what? I said yeah, listen to me. Hold on. I said, so the guy next to her, she said, yo, that's Michael Carey. So he said, I don't care who he is. I said, you better recognize who I am. Right? So I, I got a little arrogant. I did because she pushed my buttons. Humble guy. So Low key she talked to me after the game, and she's like, you don't like playing team ball? I'm like, listen to me, man. Like, first of all, come at me in the right way because I pretty much can get your son a scholarship if I want to. So, like, you know, like, come, come at me the right way. And secondly, I do this for a living. You, you're watching it from a stand, from a fan point of view. Your son turned over the ball six times in a row. Why am I passing it back to him if he's on my side? Well, maybe she wanted him to see seven turnovers. Not about to get no scholarship when them dudes come down. You have to be extra special. Your son is 5'8". He's not fast. He's not even athletic. You're not about to get no scholarship, man. I think uh your Samuel Hunter. Whenever <laughs> whenever you <laughs> whenever you're done playing, I think I can hire you on my stuff. Oh, broadcasting? No. What? My other job. I actually like broadcast version uh, of Mike? Mike Carey. Like this he, is a whole lot. He can't. Bro- he needs like version. a podcast though. He this, can't broadcast. This Why a- can't broadcast? Because you. We I need you. No, we need you. We need you to. <laughs> we need you raw and uncut. No, we're going to change the way people broadcast because this is how we're going to do games when when the high school basketball like season starts. Time. Anyway, yeah, this is yeah. how people are going to do games. People need to know the truth. So you had. So you had to recommend Dejour to your coach at 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 San. It was Jack, more so. They told me, okay, look. I'm looking at him. Um, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, and me, me and these coaches, like, we're in group, we're in a group text. Like, we're in, who do you hear besides probably Buddy is in a group text with their coaches? Like, I can call, like, we're in a group text. With my, I'm in group text with my Juco coach. Like, we send memes. It's like a group text. Like, you're with friends. Like, they're my boys. You Sometimes I mean? porn. No, no porn. No porn. You're trying to get me set up. No porn. <laughs> uh-huh. But, um, <laughs> but, so... He says, yo, you know, this Joe Adderley, what do you think about him? You know him? He said, he's from the Bahamas. They think he's supposed to know everybody from the Bahamas. You know? In their defense, though, <laughs> I feel like all Hoopers do know each other. Or you know somebody that knows somebody. I, yeah, I, I knew I knew somebody knew him. But everybody that hoops is like, it's one degree It's of like separation. a fraternity, man. It is a Hooper uh, fraternity. Somewhat. If yeah. you really know how to play. Like, yeah, like the, like yeah. I'm talking about like the upper level yeah, types. Yeah. Like so, not so, anybody to pick up a ball. Yeah, so, I mean, for once... You know, I'm not gonna stop no behaving kid who's about to go get a scholarship. I'm not gonna turn him down. You know, I'll get him the tr- true, true like assessment on him. But I'm gonna be like, look, he's a great kid. He's gonna keep the team GPA up. Once they hear that, okay, we get, we get, we, get, we offer a scholarship deal for him. That's very important. You know, and I told him I was just saying you gotta keep that Muhammad's pipeline going. So they brought him on. Oh, of course, he's a good player. I, I don't think he really did that well last year because, and I always tell these dudes I go play pickup with them. A lot of guys from the Bahamas go to college and don't play because they don't know how to play basketball. You know, they don't know the ins and outs. They don't know if there's a ball on the floor, you got to dive on that. They don't know how to do help defense. They don't know how to stunt and get back to your man. They don't know. I, I told a kid, I said, yo, um, if, he, if, if, if it's that high, there's no need for you to go over the screen. Go under. 
and just meet him there. He looks at me like, what are you talking about? What does about? that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Tage, have you experienced this? Because you recently got onto a coaching staff yourself. You working with UB. Yeah, like we had to basically do a clinic on on a shell drill. Like a week-long clinic on oh, running you, a shell drill. UB? Huh? I didn't know you were on UB. We were just talking about it just now. University I thought at Life of Key. I am there too, but we just starting that up. But I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a Jamaican. Kennedy. Tage is slowly working his way into trying to become a coaching guru in this country. I Y'all see, stay woke. Yeah, but we um yeah we had a lot of even yesterday at tryouts. I had to tell this kid he was he was a bigger kid. I was trying to tell him like yo, run straight to the rim. Like once you get the rebound, the give it to the guard. Run yeah. to the rim. You can get a layup. And he was just not doing it. So I there is. There are problems with little things like that, little fundamentals. First one on the man, get the ball, finish the possession, get the rebound, and then go. So mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. And even I had even I had trouble like that too when I when I first went off to school. I had to learn those things too because yeah, I didn't the, get it taught here. The coach is supposed to teach you that, man. Like, yeah, you, you gotta teach that here. Like it's simple stuff. Yes, like, but I played with a kid the other day. The kid trying to split a double team. Well, he's he sees Ginobili do good. it. He sees Ginobili do yeah, it. Yeah, but you so, bro, that's different, man. But, but you know why? Guys work out every day. You know why though? Because this is we live in a highlight society. Like we don't we don't watch basketball. We're not gonna watch the the Sacramento Kings play the Memphis on League Pass on a Wednesday night. I will now. Well, we we are going to now. We got De'Aaron so, Fox and Buddy. And uh, and Haitian guy too. But even when they watch Buddy, they just watching the threes. They, I mean, people don't watch Buddy play. They watch the highlights. And so so I don't think our people are familiar with the ins and outs of the game so much as they watch highlights. They watch Blake Griffin dunk on somebody. They watch Buddy Eel hit threes. And they think that's what it is. And they will continue to go there and ride the bench in college. I th- it's, it's so interesting to hear that because, okay, one of my very first assignments, I wasn't even done with school yet. I think this was like after... My freshman year, I was just home interning, right? One of my very first assignments was when you and Juana, uh, when you guys were going to Houston for the first time. Uh. At that point, you were pretty much just like these kids here, agreeing to to a lot of this basketball terminology and in, in and outs of the game, would you uh, say? No, no, no. You don't think so? No, I had a guy, 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 great coaches, man. Dexter Cambridge is one of my coaches. That's an NBA player. So you think you think he went over there yeah, much more advanced than a lot of these guys were? I knew were. some stuff. I knew some stuff where I could got into the system and make a run. Like but, as soon as I I went seventh grade going into eighth, by the eighth grade I was top one hundred. I think that was a big advantage though. Going when you were younger, you don't think so? That was a big advantage. That was Always. a big advantage. Yeah, that was a big advantage. But my, I mean, my whole everybody's motto not, is everybody's not Buddy Hill. My whole motto was get him out early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the best thing you could do is get them out early, get them in the system so they can have access to all this. Mike was just asking us outside about a gym to just just go work out in. Yeah. You don't have that problem looking for that if you're in the States living, you if you're in the States training. You don't have Dominican Republic. You don't have the problem in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> well, they got pro leagues, bro. They're different. Yeah. Yeah, but we're supposed to be the richest Caribbean country. We, we, yeah, but we... This is not what we put our money into. And even if okay. it's sports, basketball ain't what we Yo, put you know our what? money let me, into. Let me don't get that wrong, though. Let me don't get that wrong. I can use Kendall as a team because I'm on the national team. Let me get that wrong. Let me get, let me get, let me get Bahamas Basketball Federation their props. They can do that. You can go there solo and say, I want. I need to go work out? You can yeah, go there and yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah, we can do that because okay. you're national team players. Let me get that out. Let me get this out of, out of the open, right? But the government, okay, they call me Frank Rutherford when it comes to basketball because, you know, Frank sp- spoke his mind of a track. I'm All the time, he's, he's still doing it. Yeah, I'm that mind speaker of basketball, as far as I can say. The government hasn't caught up 
with the exposure Bahamian basketball is getting now. But it's I mean, not even close. But it's I mean, close. who's like, there's nobody in the government who gives a shit about any of this or understands the importance of it and what it can do for your country and kids in your country. Now, when Buddy Heal or DeAndre Aiden comes through, they'll take a picture with them. But they're not. Oh, we so good at photo ops. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's a common joke of ours. But they're not trying you know to help photo develop. Ops they took at uh, basketball without borders. Oh, the that shit was day, like photo the, op central. The first day of basketball without borders, and nobody was there after that. Yeah, yeah. No, but but nobody's trying to figure out how we can make more Buddy Heels and more DeAndre Eatons, and yeah. nobody understands why they're important. And I don't think people understand. What it takes to be Buddy Heal or DeAndre we, 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 Eaton. We don't even have to jump to the NBA. We got to say Keno Burroughs, who's in, who's in Pro B France. You know? That dude is a, he's a fucking success. Exactly. Kadeem <laughs> Kobe, who, who went who went and left late. Yeah. You know, let's not use dudes who, who, who at the pinnacle of success. Or even or even like Bennett Davis. Yeah, Bennett's been Bennett, out of it for 10 years. Exactly. Yeah. You, but like people on this, like people on, okay, people be like, okay, I was on the bridge of making the NBA. I was, I was in the draft, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got I got a chance to go into summer league next year and possibly have a chance in the training camp, or whatever. Right? Okay. People be like, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to Europe. Oh, okay, cool, bro. No, no big yeah. deal. Bro. No big deal. Bro. That's commonplace. Bro, Europe, bro. Europe? That's commonplace, bro. Y'all, y'all can't even get off the rock to go overseas. You know, most people come up to me and, and I'm like, why aren't you in the NBA? You could just go to the NBA, and it's like. <laughs> Just go and sign up tomorrow, Tage. Oh, I had one dude, man. Go told sign me. up. He Hold said, on. You got to be getting that a lot. What? Why aren't you in the NBA? Yeah, I get that all the time. I get that all the time. That's why I grew up there. Somebody recognized me. And then people recognize me. Like, yo, what happened to draft? <laughs> My nigga, I didn't get drafted. <laughs> be like, you didn't hear it? Get, I was get, picked fifth. Yeah, you you get you get, you get get more than one chances, man. You just not, I'm not, I'm not going to get drafted again, but... I'll get a chance. It's like, more than one way to get in. Yeah, there's more than one way to get in. The way I explain to people, it's about what five hundred D one players, not a including thousand. not D one. A thousand. A thousand. A thousand. Sixty year get drafted. What's that by percentage? Like none. Like like six. What? Listen, you got point six percent. It ain't. It ain't. And then it is not even your basketball talent. Like you got to be. It's networking got, it's off, as well. Off off the court. Yeah. Networking. Uh, now sometimes you even get. Uh, push through the door whoever you train with okay you train with Chris Brickley alright yeah we, we, you train with Carmelo okay alright you look at him I want to get back to how awful we are at basketball development because <laughs> that's one of my favorite topics no it's something it's oh, something we it's a common thread on <laughs> all the time <laughs> the national team experience I always say and I, I mean obviously I don't want you to say well you know what say what you want yeah, the you. national team experience I say that we don't invest in that. We don't take it as seriously as we need to to captivate on this small window with this immense talent that we have right now. Yo, it's not it's not small, it's grown. It's grown. It's grown, but I, I still feel like this is something we have to take advantage of right true, now. Like true, we don't have time. True. We don't have time to wait on it. No. You have possibly going into the NCAA right now, one of the best college basketball players. You have a player in the NBA right now. There are tons of guys like yourself. At the pro level, guys, some guys in their prime, some guys on the tail end, some yeah. guys approaching their prime. Yeah. I still feel like, given all of that, we are not taking this experience as seriously as we should. No. And you've you've played on the national you've played on the national team. Has it been treated like a business? Has it been treated like something that's supposed to be developing? Because federa- USA basketball the, the, is a business. Yeah, the, the the federation is trying. The government's not. It goes to the government. These dudes gotta go whatever the government give them budget to work with, you know. 
people always be like, oh, track gets a lot of money. Uh, let's be realistic. Track is outside. There's not really much money you can give. But also, I mean, track <laughs> is an individual sport with minimal equipment. And even you- them are having problems. Yeah. You're, oh, let me touch on this. Gardner. Yeah. Gardner says, I was reading about it. I, I follow up on everybody because I, oh, I want everybody to be successful. Even the, the, the baseball kids who just got elected. I've seen for y'all. I yeah. follow on all of them. Yeah. Y'all guys do a great job of keeping up with the niggas, right? But here's my thing. Um, Gardner. He just won a civil medal. He's mm-hmm. tired, right? Um, as Bahamians, we worry about hard work. The old-fashioned way, you know. Um, but I used to hear, I heard Chris Brown used to take breaks. When he every, was, um, every, like all humans. He, he's the big time. He's the big time guy right now. Like, let's, like, the, the main thing with all of <laughs> to us To me, is, Stevie's the big time guy. Stevie Carter's is that guy today. Guy. That's he's, what I'm saying. He's that guy. The, the thing is, we had to put egos aside, and that's what, that's what Americans do. That's I'm, what Dominican Republic do. We're they never going to do that. put egos aside, and they'd be like, yo, this is that guy. If he says... He don't run till the finals. You don't let him run till the finals. I think that's something we don't grasp, and maybe it's a cultural thing, but it it may sound bad to say, but it's the reality of it. Everybody's not going to get treated equally. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's my, just the way it is. And, but you know what's crazy? I had this problem with my college team, which is the reason why I was struggling at the beginning of my season when I was posting, like, when I was struggling, right? My point guy had a problem. Cause I was getting all the media. This right? was this was senior year. Senior year, yeah. Got a problem. Wait, you was getting all your media? Yeah, I was getting a lot of media. But do you know y'all go to Wagner, right? There's only but so much media to be had in that exactly in, I was getting in that a conference. Lot of, well, Mike my, was getting my, all seven. I was, and he had a whole country right? writing stuff about him. And and not even that, but the thing was, people reporters like talking to me because I know how to talk, so they say. And you you're one of the articulate ones. Yeah, I'm running. Yeah, I'm a smart <laughs> guy. But no, right? So you one of the good ones. Yeah. So he's mad at me. So I, I, I tell him the situation with um when I was a central basket, I was eight points, uh, five assists, right, and four rebounds, right. DeAndre, who's a potential first round, I mean number one. number one pick, right? He's playing with me. I was coming down every time. He said, "Yo, Mike, I ain't touch the ball. I'm running the one." I said, "Yo, Mike, I touch the ball in a minute." All right, come run a pick and pop with me. I got you, big dog. He posting up. Go dribble over this side. Throw it into him. Now, other people getting mad at me like, yo, like, yo, pass the ball. Bro, he just, he, had tw- he has 27 and 12. What are we stopping, why, why are we stopping from going to him? Right? Oh, he got to wait his turn. Wait his turn for what? He's the number one pick. The second behemoth to do it. The first one is Michael Thompson. The second one is going to be DeAndre Aiden. Hopefully, I pray to God he does. I feel like you just described... That's a microcosm for our entire no, country. Everything. Like, that's the problem with everything. Yeah. Like, you have the... Bro, the... Yo, we can... You know, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Like, our national team can make the Olympics. Right? Yes. We I really can make the Olympics, 100%. Right? we're going to have to solidify roles. Like, dudes going to have to play roles. If Buddy Aiden... Um, let's say we get Eric Gordon. Um, who, who else? Uh, let's say Michael Thompson want to play, right? If all these dudes playing, I would be gladly I'd be the distributor, cause I know I play basketball, and if I get a shot, I'll take that shot. Would you ride and the I'll pine? Gladly, huh? Would you ride the pine? I won't. I won't. I'm too competitive for it. I won't. He's a humble guy, you know. Yeah. I won't. I love this. I guy. know how to get in the I floor. Be- I believe you. you no, check, I believe check my track record from I first year to the fourth year. I've been watching you for like two straight years at Wagner. I believe I can get in the floor because I know how to win. 
I'll humble, bro. I'll humbly take a spot. If you know how to play basketball, you wouldn't worry about them dudes getting a lot of shots. Okay, so our problem that let's talk at, at the macro level for the entire country now in terms of basketball uh-huh. development. So our problem basically starts at well, facility is number one, but number two, coaches. Our coaches aren't developed. Basically, they're they're developed. They're just, and I'm not gonna put a lot of them in it because I mean. Yeah, but we're just speaking general. You're speaking like, general. Yeah. They're they're developed. But some of them teach the wrong stuff. What do you mean? Like excuse me. I was playing Summer Thunder and I watch and the guy is telling him, Stay with your man. The mm. ball is on the other side of the court. You gotta everybody sag. know you go in the middle, you sag in the lane. Split your head exactly through the basket. You sit in the lane. The ball is deep in the corner, and you're on the other side of the corner, two feet in the paint. If it's on top, one, one foot in the paint. paint. Okay? If that ball, if the man is one-on-one, and he drives uh, shooter side, now you stay with your shooter. But you got to stunt and you get back to your shooter. You know, I tried to teach that to grown men for two weeks straight, and I couldn't. Basketball is so difficult. You <laughs> hit her just now. <laughs> you don't know, for real. So I, yeah. I just like playing pickup. But that's basically that's basically our problem. That's that's, that's what problem. it is there, and we we're not teaching that at an early enough level. No, no. Like you said, you were fortunate enough to well, in high school you were coached by an NBA player. Mm. Who else here is going to get that opportunity? That's few and far between. With what? not enough people getting that, you even if you go off to the U.S. like like you mentioned earlier, so you go over there and you're still lost because you're still playing in this this mindset of Bahamian basketball and what it is. Yeah, exactly. You just worrying about dunks, like you, like okay. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use a player for example who was through the system. My guy, Azar Roker, right? With his motor and his athleticism, Azar Roker should average. He should average double double. If he's supposed to go, if he's going to junior college, he's average double double. He's getting a nice mid major program, working his body, you know, through his whole two years of junior college. No, right? just off pure athleticism, working, he should yeah, play mid major. Yeah, he he can start. Body. Yeah, he probably can get high major if he shows that his mode is crazy and he probably have one game we average where he gets twenty rebounds, you know, or even fifteen. Average fifteen rebounds and 10, 10 points, right? Dudes get paid just to rebound the ball, but yeah. we we don't we don't see that. We ain't trying to. We're not trying to worry about the small little things. we worrying about, you know, I'm average 30 when I go to college. No, you're not. You know how hard it is to average 30? <laughs> you know how hard it is to average 8 points in college? Tell us. You did it. I didn't average 8 points. You averaged 13. I averaged 13. Yeah. 14, actually. 14.2. I just looked it up before. You just, you just, <laughs> I was about to say, did you know, did you know that off the top of your head? You know that off the top. 14.2. You know how hard it is to average that, man? Man, I, I always tell people like coach... Fuck scoring. You're not going to score. Everybody won't score 20 points. You need to find a reason to, to for me to put you on the court. That's but, it. But you know what's crazy? I, I literally, before before I, and I, I thank God I went to the central basket thing. Because before I went there, I thought going off was uh like a clear. Like everybody see you have 40, right? This I knew DeAndre was a pro. Okay. I think he played in Mexico. Mexico had an NBA guard in there, right? He's just playing the game. I see the box score at the end of the game. He has 20, 10, and 10. Just playing basketball, right? DeAndre has 30 and 15. <laughs> right? This, I think it was against Dominican Republic. Um, yeah, they had, uh, that's when Vargas was on him. Yeah. yeah. Eloy Vargas. Mm-hmm. He played in he played Dominican Republic uh, 
league with me too. So he has 30 and 15 at the end of the game, right? Everybody's thinking, how did he have 30 and 15? That's what makes you a pro. You watch it and you don't know how it happened. Exactly. Did you, I did, he was a pro when we saw UNC him game. drop a double-double in 10th grade on North Carolina. He, yeah, you know, I've seen him right away. That, that's that's my first time actually you, seeing him. You know what he did, though? You know what the thing is? He was getting, physically, he was getting pushed around because he was playing against Kennedy Meeks. Like, yeah. Like, those big, strong, uh, yeah, and he was getting pushed around, mm-hmm. and he got 14 and 17 on UNC. He was 14. Or fifteen? Oh, yeah, he, he was young at the time. He was like fifteen. No, but physically, like he, he wasn't ready to physically play with those guys yet. But he still got fourteen and seventeen. Yeah. But we don't take it. He's not like like you just mentioned. That's a once in a generation kind of thing. Michael Thompson did it in seventy seven. DeAndre Ayton's about to do it in twenty eighteen. It's a huge gulf in there. He's not celebrated here the way he should be though. No, because he hasn't made the NBA yet. We wait for the finished product. What the hell is wrong with us? And if I if I if I make it to the league, I won't get celebrated too until I get there. And I then if I get there, you know what they're gonna say? They still not gonna celebrate me that much. Cause I'll probably be like the twelfth man on the roster. I was gonna say, I don't think you get celebrated if you make the NBA because if you make it it won't be in a flashy way. You you get on somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't even you think you work your way in and exactly. we don't see that. Uh-huh. But we didn't even celebrate it. Dexter Cambridge enough to the point where he wanted to stick around the game coaching and perhaps try to coach at a, at a high level. We didn't even do that. It's, it's like not, we don't. It's like we don't cultivate the game. People the biggest problem. I've heard people say that Michael Thompson wasn't that good. I'm like, the man played in the NBA for fourteen years. Are you Bro, it serious? Took them, it took them forty years to name a small strip of road after him. You know what I say? Leading to the gym. It took them 40 years. You know what I say? I've Everything related to basketball in this country, like, if you read his accomplishments, everything it should be called, like, basketball should be called Michael Thompson. I'm about to shoot Michael Thompson on a Michael Thompson. Like, uh, that dude is... Michael Thompson fadeaway. Yeah, like, like everything. So, like, but they act they act like Dexter Cambridge don't exist. This like, is what I'm let's saying. Let's take his personal life out of this. Like, they act like he don't exist. This is what I'm saying, and they do that with a lot of basketball. This man was an All-American in junior college. This man went to UT and put up big time numbers. He got signed by the Dallas Mavericks. He played in top leagues overseas. He played in top leagues yeah, like. overseas. So why I want to say this for the parents who say he's not that good. Is your son overseas? Who right said he's not that good? People sure. say he's not that good. I'm sure if if you just said people say it about Michael, Michael Thompson, Thompson. Yeah. you think they don't say it about Dexter Cambridge? Yeah, because they look at them Lakers, and then he's a big man too. You know, big man game isn't flashy, and they they man. see the old huh Michael Thompson. Yeah, and they so so they see the old Lakers highlights when he when he tore his ACL and came back and was helping them with championships and doing the little things. And he's oh, he's my not. Bad. I forgot. Yeah, he's an NBA champion. Yeah, he won like two times. Two times, yeah. And a, and a piece. He he didn't just sit on the bench. Nah, he was, he was first a, he man was a, off, exactly. first second man off. Exactly. He started at one point. Yeah, so, and people Ooh. see that, and they see him set man. picks and grab rebounds and do that stuff, man. and they say, oh, he 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 ain't dropping eighty like Kobe. Man. You know, <laughs> he dropping eighty like wow. Kobe. So basically, we can't fix basketball. This is making me depressed. No, we can fix ba- We can fix basketball. How how do we fix Bayman basketball? We are going to learn right now. How we fix it? Yes. Uh. It starts with the coaches. It starts with the coaches. It starts with us actually, like it's selective coaches on the island. Kevin Johnson, you know that's my guy. He he's Gino Bullard. He teaches like he was. He's my coach too. He taught he taught me some stuff, you know. Uh, you know Mario crazy, but he he has a passion for it. He he know he know how to coach. You know. You know honestly, nobody taught me like nobody prepared me more to go overseas than Mario. 
Like nobody. I mean, if you could take him uh, getting on you, you could take that from anybody. But else. I mean, the coaches over there, they're analytical, just like that. Like n- up to that point, no like Bahamian coach is that analytical, and no Bahamian coach crushed that much. Yeah, just like overseas, no, it helps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it helps. But uh, you, but I, I gotta get on you for a second, Mike, because a part of our problem is like you just said a few minutes ago that you weren't interested in getting into basketball after you're done playing. No, but don't we need people like you to get into basketball for it to develop and for it to grow? Though mm-hmm. you have all of this, you teach as you're playing. Yeah. So what about when you hang it up? Uh-huh. And you have all of this time that you can actually invest in that next generation. You're not going to do that? My my thing is, man, uh, let's say, okay, well, Michael Thompson, why you don't come back? Let's think he does. Because he lives in Hollywood. No, 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 no. Let's think why he don't come back. He does. He just start coming back. Since his son got older, you want his son knows about his roots. I mean, Clay is really into it though. Clay likes it down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I went, I went I, to a game with him he and does. he wanted, he loved it. And it yeah, because he's a tourist. He's a tourist here. Let him live here. I get what you're saying about why he wouldn't come back. It's that lack of support from the infrastructure, exactly. lack of support from the government. Exactly. But I would I would help a kid. You can operate on the outside of that. Yeah, I'll help a kid get off. But it's just like, yo, like, it's just personal. Like, I do this because I have the support of family. And I have the support, uh, you know, dreams of other people. You know, like, I'm a caring person. Like, I want to make sure my cousins, um, my relatives whoever who can't afford to go to college i want to make sure they get to college i want to make sure they get the opportunity you know so if it, if it takes me leaving a legacy at wagner and they have the grades and i have the money um you know look um our director wall hamline look i need you to i need you to, to make sure my my uh my little cousin get into college oh sure mike let me tell you why you're facing an uphill battle from our ridiculous country and our stupid bureaucracy. You know how you said they call you the Frank Rutherford of basketball? Yeah. These niggas hate Frank. That's fine. Like, like <laughs> Frank know, won this country's first Olympic medal hey, all dude. the way back in 92. You know, they just put this man in the Hall know, of Fame you know, like you last know why year. why they hate him? Because, because he, he speaks, speaks his mind. Truth. Yeah. I mean, I know people who hate Frank for other reasons. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just talking about like from that governmental infrastructure oh, kind of yeah, give support kind of level. No, you can't like 92 first Olympic gold medal and yeah. they put you in the Bahamian Hall of Fame in 2016. He was in the Hall of Fame at the University of Houston before he was in the Bahamian Sports Hall His of Fame. This dude was a teammate with Carl Lewis. But even if you hate Frank, but you can hate the person. You got to respect. You can hate the person cuz like we we sometimes we don't get along. You can hate the person. But I can tell you one thing, if it wasn't for him I would never been a pro. I wouldn't even be talking about the NBA if it wasn't for him. You can hate the person, but you can't hate the man knowledge. No. His best friend is Akeem Olajuwon. How could you hate him? I'm, this is the uphill battle you're going to face in this country. You know what, though? I'm hopeful. You know why? Why? Because we got people like you. We got Danico Bowles who went D1, came home, coaching. Yeah, yeah. I Jeffrey. Met I met him. Jeffrey Hanfield yeah. went D1, came home, coaching. Yeah. As more people, as more and more people joining the coaching ranks who have more and more experience. When I was a kid, who 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 was a D one? Who was a, I? I can't think of any anybody who went D one and came back and was coaching. Not on that level. Who went overseas? No. And there's more and more people going, and the more they go and come back, the more knowledge there there'll be to be applied. So I mean, I'm kind of hopeful. I don't know what's gonna happen with the bureaucracy, mm. but I think basketball is going to get better. It's gonna keep getting better. 
Let's shift gears and talk NBA. We good? Yeah. Okay, so the latest and the biggest thing to happen in the NBA. First of all, which team are you a fan of? Let's get this out of the way first. I'm not a fan of a team. Good. I can't be a fan of a team. Yes, you can. How? Players play against... Players in the NBA are fans of teams that they that's may that, not be that's playing not, for. That's not how Frank brought me up. I thought you said you wasn't going to bullshit us. Huh? I thought you said you wasn't bullshitting I'm us. I'm not bullshitting y'all. That's, that, so you, that's, how, that's how I was not brought up. If huh? I'm, in, I'm in the ninth grade, I'm working out against TJ Ford. I can't analyze him because if I analyze him, he'll bust my ass. Fair enough. Maybe you can't analyze TJ Ford, but you can't okay, analyze... You know, you know what I used to look up to? I'll be honest. You know how you look up to when he went to Memphis, Tyreek Evans. Okay. But as I got older, I can't analyze no man. Yo, y'all game kind of similar. Yeah, he, yeah. He like yeah, y'all game kind of right? similar yeah. now that you just say that. Y'all numbers, yeah. similar numbers too, similar game. For yeah. real. Anyway, okay. So the latest thing to happen that had everybody talking was the Kyrie. big trade for Kyrie, Isaiah Thomas, Cleveland gets Isaiah. They get the center whose name I can never pronounce. And they get Jay Crowder and the Nets pick in the deal. Who do you think got the better end of that? Um, Cleveland, of course. I mean, a lot of people. I think it's a good trade on both sides. Obviously, it's always How? tough to say. How? Boston think, needed that. I think no. I think they Cleveland. Knew. Boston need even even if they didn't need Kyrie Irving specifically. Uh, Boston needed star power because Gordon Hayward star, can't be your number one star power. Yes, Kyrie yeah. Irving has star power. Yeah, he's, yeah, he has star power, but he he's, he's one of the most popular players yeah, in the NBA, yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah. Popular doesn't win you championships. I didn't say they were going to win a championship with Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving. I said for their fan base and to oh, play yeah, game yeah, yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. they money need, was they yeah. need star yeah. power. They yeah, need wise. someone that's going to generate. Boston had a lot of pieces for years, but they didn't have they didn't have that, that guy. guy yeah. mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And simultaneously with them getting Kyrie, with them getting a star. They also chip away at Cleveland a bit. I think that's what I feel like Danny Ainge was really trying to you do. You guys understand how 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 big Tom Isaiah Thomas is. I do. Like I, yeah, of course you do. My bad. I no, yeah, we do. But I think I think Cleveland won though. They they won. You know why? Because they basically broke even getting trading Kari for Isaiah alongside LeBron. Broke even. Look, yeah, LeBron. Look, oh, is that a height joke? Kyrie Irving. I mean, it can be. <laughs> yo, let's, no, let's, but I mean, yo, yo, Kyrie Irving's a better player than Isaiah. Yo, no, I'll put him next to LeBron, yo, and, and Isaiah's be, better than he be is. Realistic though, Kyrie Irving wasn't able to reach his full potential because LeBron is a ball dominant player. But he shot his highest percentage he's ever shot in his life next to LeBron because yeah, he's he's waiting on that pass. I don't think there's anything wrong with this being his full potential though. I think I think it's possible that he has reached his full potential. But this version of Kyrie Irving that we've seen is a great player. He is. He's showing more of a scoring side. If 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 Kyrie Irving came from the East Coast, his first option, the way he used to think, like yeah, he used to score points, but the way he used to think was pass first. When I've never I've, seen that I've guy. never seen never that seen version. No. I, I didn't see that at Duke. Not in those I ten games. I didn't see that in the years before. What is he? I didn't see it in never the years before happen. LeBron got to Cleveland. That man was chucking. I remember I read about him in high school. They tried to compare him to Chris Paul, and I watched him play, and I was like, when? Because his handles, that's why. How? That's that's handles. all it is. Yeah. You, you know why I think Cleveland won, though? Because of that Brooklyn pick. Because LeBron is leaving. They're going to get the Isaiah Thomas contract off the books, and they let the Brooklyn pick to, to fall on. Let's think of it this way. What if that Brooklyn pick is used as a piece for them to flip during the season and they go after a big fish to try to get LeBron to stay. 
Let me tell you something right now. Let me take it from a player perspective. Uh, you're looking at Jim perspective. Let me take it from a player perspective. LeBron James is out watching his kid AAU games, right? It's obviously is a shift right now. To him. He worried he about his family right now. So it all depends where you want his family to grow up. But he lives in L.A. It, it all depends where you want his family to grow up. That's what's going to be his major. Right now, he's setting up for his life after basketball. When you get a certain age, you just set him for your life after basketball. Just like how many agents asked me the other day, what's going to be your, your residence? Are you going to live in the Bahamas? Or are you going to live in America? Or are you going to live in the country you just play along? What, you know, you never know how this, you know, it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Are you going to live in the Bahamas or America? So he asked me, he said, look, in the next five years, you got to really, you got to figure out where you want to build, where you want to be. So LeBron right now, he's in the back end of part of his career. He right now is setting up for his family. And you think his kids want to go That's, to school in Miami, somewhere warm, or in Cleveland? Or in LA. You don't know. Or in LA. You don't know. I feel like I know him like that. He listens to the podcast. What up, bro? Ah. Yeah, we don't. We, I don't know. But, I mean, plus you got to factor in his relationship just as a man with Dan Gilbert. Like, how is that? Yeah, I think he leaves, too. How do you I think? Mean, I want to hear Mike's take on this because how do, how do you think he feels about him? At the end of the day, it don't matter, man. That cash got to get checked. They gotta get cash. Man. Hold on, though. That but, check gotta get cash, man. But any any one of the thirty owners in the NBA would cash that same check for you. Yeah, like LeBron is a nigga that can make that money in any city. And literally every Anywhere. city wanted him. He went. He didn't get to go through the college courting experience, but he had it when he was a free agent both times. True, true, true. So anybody could have given him that money. Yeah. It's just interesting that he chose to go back there. Anybody getting the money, but that but that's a lot of that's a lot of cap space. You gotta you gotta you gotta release to bring in that type of player. It's a lot you got to give up. I think anybody would uh, anybody would find a way. Any team, so I don't care who. From the fan perspective, right now, and anybody ain't gonna do that. You think you think their GMs wouldn't sign LeBron yes, if they had a chance? Because bro, that's a lot of cap space. What he asking for? That dude is that dude is. Remember me saying this? He's not signing no more long term deals. It's always a no. year deal now. Yeah, it's, it's all, a year deal. I'm surprised he's he gonna signed, be like at least like two hundred million a year. I'm surprised he signed a two year deal this last time because it should have really just been a year. He should have just kids. he should have just been going year to year. Kids up and down. You know why he signed a two year deal? Because Dwayne Wade got the stripper pregnant and blew up his spot, and his wife made him go back to Cleveland. Fair. I ain't judging on that. Fair. <laughs> Good point. Okay, so what was what has been your favorite move in the NBA offseason thus far? Like, what move happened that made you that made you go, God damn, they really got that done? Like, what was the biggest move? Mm. I feel like one of my mine was probably Chris Paul going to the Rockets. I think. So we had him going to the Rockets. We had Paul George going to the Thunder. My my best move was the Timberwolves. With the Timberwolves. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler going to the Timberwolves. I want the NBA to get equal now. And I, he I brought see. all of his steroids with him. Yeah. That dude, Apparently. That dude does all of the curls. <laughs> and steroids. Uh, when you get a certain age, man, your body changes. That's all I got to say. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, when you get a certain age and you get a certain contract extension and you're allowed to you, buy all the brown paper bag uh, stuff you need. Uh, just, I mean, that's But now, I think the Timberwolves, I like to see history being made. So the Timberwolves is going to make the playoffs. I got it booked. They're gonna make. They're gonna be eight seed. They're gonna make the playoffs. Celtics is gonna struggle. You think eight? 
Eight seed. I think higher. I think like five. West eight is seed. tough, bro. Eight like seed. eight seed in the West, that's nothing to slouch at. West is ridiculous. Yeah, I tell you one thing. Oh. Celtics don't have problems. No, ta- I think they will. Ta- yeah. Ego wise, you saw Mark- Marcus Smart said to, said said in the, in the media. I think he was trolling. No, it's no, no way Marcus Smart thinks that. No, what do you, you say? talk about? How hard it is to get eight points in college? I don't no. even. Does Marcus Smart average eight points for the Celtics? I think he does. I'm on it. I don't like. I don't get. And just ten, I think. I got a friend that that lived in Boston for a couple of years. He just moved to Trini Andrew. Yeah, lived in Boston for a while. Just uh-huh. moved to Chicago, and he always said, "I don't understand Boston fans' fascination with Marcus Smart." Oh, we averaged ten a game. I he did you. ten, four rebounds, and four point six assists. Remember that game? He because had like seven a, threes by a, mistake. He's a glue guy. But he don't think so. He's a glue guy. He, he had to be trolling when he said that, though. Like, no. Marcus Smart is in on that joke, bro. Nope. You think Marcus Smart thinks he's the alpha in Boston? I know how Texas people think, and I know I know dudes who know him. I was about to say, he hasn't been the alpha since he was at Oklahoma State. But I don't, think you, I don't think you get to the NBA, like, not thinking you're the alpha. I think yeah. you got to be crazy. You got you to really think you're the man. But but it this goes back to what you were saying earlier, Mike, but I will find my way to fit in so I stay on the floor. Yeah. So even though you may think you're the alpha as a grown man and knowing the circumstance of the situation, yeah. you can get in where you fit in. Yeah, but but he, he's just saying, he's just basically telling Kyrie Irving, like, yo, don't think you coming in here talking yes. about you about to get the ball. Yes, he is. Like, Let's you got You got to res- respect. I guys. mean, guys. he's technically not about to get the ball because he's going to start the possession guys. with the ball. So there won't Stop be... Cause no, no, already no, no, Kyrie no, Irving no, no. is... If Kyrie Irving wants to shoot 40 times, he's shooting He's 42. the first and no, no, second no, no. option I, I on get, the team. I get what you're saying. Like, he, he knows that. The GM knows that. But as a player, Marcus Smart is saying, yo, look, that kid, that guy's crazy, man. As a player, he's saying, yo, look, look, don't think you talking about you want to come over because you want to be the man. They will you get gotta respect us, bro. They will get Marcus Smart up out the paint so fast if there was any kind I'm of problem between be him and Kyrie It's going to be a Okay. College basketball, then. <clears throat> you mentioned this earlier. Kentucky. <laughs> Listen, a big part of the reason anyone is going to be better in the NBA is because they have a UK player on their roster. I mean, forget the Jimmy Butler and Jeff Teague thing. Uh-huh. Uh, Minnesota's good because of Carl Anthony Towns. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I mentioned that I think Duke has a ridiculous recruiting class, and I am worried about this year. You don't think so. You're not high on this Duke class. Mm-mm. Trevon Duvall, Gary Trent Jr., Marcus Bagley. Mm-hmm. What's not to love? Because they don't know how to handle one and done players. Are you sure about that? But they just won with 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 Jones, Okafor, Okafor? and Winslow. Where? You talking about the? Uh, I do. Dude, Duke. they won a national yeah. title. National title, right? Yeah, yeah, just a couple years ago. Who, who are you called just now? Okafor, uh, Okafor uh-huh. Justice Winslow, uh-huh. and, and Jones. Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones. And Tyus Jones, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, who who else? Who's the fourth man? Who was the fourth man? Oh, um, dude, still on the team. Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. He 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 showed up big. He was he was. Grayson the, Allen's who's, who's still the, there. Who's the fifth man? Probably, a probably Jefferson. Probably. Jefferson or one of the seven Plumleys. It was like one of the 12 Plumleys. Okay. So basically, I know where you're going to go with this argument. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this, right? Go ahead. It's the same let, argument let, people have every year with let's UK. Let's see how they senior leadership be. Yeah, but you've still got to be afraid of a recruiting class with that much talent, af- though. You can be afraid, but, yo, Jefferson, like, like Jefferson brought that, that worker's mentality to them. We're dealing right now a lot of one and duns, right? At Duke, one and duns. So a lot of these dudes think they're privileged. A lot of these dudes they thinking, look, I'm here for one year, and we just gonna do this, right? 
Thing what UK does so well, yes. he's gonna love this. Right? Tell me more. Yeah, <clears throat> Let right. me get comfortable because yeah, we're gonna UK be on this does, topic for right? a while. He he he. Um, the reason why he's so successful, he says to um, he says to his players, "Look, I want you, but we don't need you." Okay, that's what he said to me too. Oh, I got I got I got to prop up my recruiting pitch. So let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna teach you. No, you can't say that though. But I'm gonna teach you how to become and how to stay in the NBA. Yeah, I'm gonna teach that. you how to how to be an NBA pro. I want you, but I don't need you. I sat down with a with a with a UK player after a workout. Him and his his, his brother, and he said, "Yo, Calipari never lied to us. He did exactly what he said he's gonna do, and it happened." Everybody knows what they're getting into when they go exactly. to Lexington. Like you so know you exactly think, what you it think is. You think if Grayson Allen went to UK, you think he would he wouldn't have been in the NBA right now? Yeah, what are you going to do there for four years? Well, Cal wouldn't let him stay, especially not after that championship run. Yeah, Cal, Cal would not let him stay. He was going to push him out of the Cal gym. Cal would lock him out of the gym. First of all, he was going to say, uh, you got to go because this is who we have coming in. Mm. So, like, I don't know if you're ready yet, but mm. you got to get ready go. out there. No, after that hot, like, after that hot, yeah, after a hot tournament no, like that. He, he makes sure you get on an No, he, he he would say that at the beginning because that man is so connected by now. Okay. Like, and this is this is what, uh, this is what I, I, I was talking to one of my friends about this a uh, couple months ago. This is during the draft. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, Coach Cal loves these players yes these guys are always connected but you think he goes to draft night every year just because he wants to be there no that's the greatest recruiting pitch you could ever do everyone's seeing that like you as a kid you watching draft all you seeing is coach cal there and then you seeing someone's name getting called and they come and hugging my my, my assistant coach who recruited me michael babel he he was under that calipari tutelage right but he said such a great man he loved like he loved his players like them dudes, he loved his players. No, when I took the picture with him, I felt the love. Like yeah, I was, he loved his players. I was man. in that moment. I was the 16th man on the roster. Oh, he because he demand he demands yeah. their respect. Yeah, I had a. Do you know, like at the at my wedding, I had a seat saved next to my dad. Yeah. Uh, just for Coach Cal. Were you gonna, he didn't make it. Were you gonna hug him like in a draft when when they call your name? And Absolutely. That's why. That's why I had the Tyler. That's why I had the Tyler Eulis jersey sewn on the inside <laughs> of my coat because that was my draft night, <laughs> and Coach Cal was supposed to be there, but didn't work out that way. But yo, he 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 can talk to a guy. His guy's crazy because he showed a mad love off the court. And he always tells his players, yo, don't take it personal. I'm just trying to get you there to the next level. This is why I believe in Wendy and Gabriel this year. Because Cal got on him more than anyone else last year. And you know what that means? He sees something. I'm going to do my best Calipari impersonation. Yeah. Of course he's going to be an NBA. Man. He sees something. I'm, I'm I need him to be better this year, Mike. I can't, of course, it. I need him to be NBA ready, like, right now. He going he gonna to be. We just recruited. We got, like, four tweeners on this roster. We got, like, four... Three, four. I well, Cal kind of recruited the way the NBA is going, but we got like three or four of those dudes who like really versatile in that six, seven, six, eight, six, nine range. Because when we had Devin Booker, the Harrison Twins, all the people, they yeah. came with the platoon system. The platoon. The platoon system. Right? It was that? invented right here. I feel like it was my idea because the first time we saw the platoon system, <laughs> yeah, it was right it was, in Candelizic's gym. Right, right when we took that picture, I was watching it. I was watching Candelizic it. was, was the Dominican first Republic, people right? to see yeah, the platoon. Yeah, Michael Jack Martinez did the shot, and then did my the, idea. Yeah, it, it was that same week when we took the when John took the picture. I feel like we, I, you know what? You're right. Yeah, maybe we go in platoon again. We go in platoon. Quite a green at the point. Thank you. 
All right, we got the national championship sewn up. See, this is why. This is why I got to talk to Hoopers. Uh-huh. This is why. This is why. All right, now I'm ready. Now forget Duke. We- Let's talk about what you are doing. Um, like you mentioned, the NBA is still on the table, further yeah. down the line. Yeah, but you're a pro right now. Yeah, you spent uh you spent the summer in the DR. In Republic. And now you're gonna be on the move again. Yep, going to Europe. So. Mike Carey is on his way to Europe. Back to Europe. Back to Europe. Back to Europe. <laughs> and as soon as we... Back to Europe. Yeah, he went to high school in... He went to school in Canaries. Went, yeah, Canaries Basketball Academy. Yeah. Yes, that, we went talked about that. Yeah. We talked about that. And then you had that wonderful experience with uh, Billy Gillespie that you refused to talk about. Yeah. That's why. Because I, I, I... Yeah, no. Because he's still coaching, man. Is he? Catch me in our He's at Texas Tech, isn't he? he there's no, no way. He's at, he's at a junior college. No one's letting him around their kids. He's at a junior Does college, he still man. have a job? He's at a junior college. There's you know no we have like the same. You know we have like the same birthday. Me and, me and really? Yeah. He's, then he's you're probably college, an insane man. person. Oh. He's at a junior college. They ain't letting. It's not good for me. They're not letting none of my. I'm telling you, he's at a junior college. My 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 JUCO just played him last year. Which one in Texas? Yeah, he's at a te- he's a junior, Ranger Junior College. Oh, that 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 dude who's the coach of the national team over here who used to coach at Ranger. Yeah, he coaches there now, man. I've been Ranger Junior College. Billy Farmer, who most recently got, I think he got fired. How you get fired from a junior college, bro? And he got that job because he went to Ranger. Yeah, they said former American college basketball coach most who most recently. recently coached at Ranger. He probably uh-huh. got fired. Dang. Yeah. Damn. Oh That's no! Tough. It says 2015 to present. Okay, exactly. So maybe he is. still coaches there. So you've got Europe to look forward to. The national team. This is a big time for them because in a few months uh-huh. we got the home and away series, FIBA qualification. Are you going to be playing? Yeah, yeah, I'm playing. Your thoughts on this team? Uh say my thoughts on every other team. Just gotta see how we put it together. Uh, I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm gonna try my best. Uh, How committed are guys to the plan? The plan of making making national team great. Dudes are very committed, man. You know, we're tired of watching the Olympics and us not being there. You know, and I think the I'm way everything is set up right now, I think we have a legitimate chance to get there. I said this last time we went to Central Basket. I'm saying it now. Like, I wasn't a hundred percent when I went to Central. You know, but. I played just to get the exposure for college, and um, right now I think we're we're at a good because USA not bringing that top dudes. These these D League the the um it's the, the, the fifth Plumley brother yeah the fifteenth <laughs> the fifteenth man on the bench, and I I know what Dominican Republic has. We can be, we can blow them out actually. Ooh. Are we, ta- are we talking about basketball? Drop yeah, a bomb. Oh. We, we talking basketball. Oh, okay. We can blow them out actually. Um, who else? USVI. We can spank them. I mean, they did pretty good in America. Huh? They did pretty good in America. They, yeah, they did. They beat Canada. They did. They made the semifinals. They did. Walter Hodge is killing it. He's still he playing? Is. Sam Mitchell is coaching it. Hey, Wal- hey Walter that, Hodge. That pimp? He's yeah. still playing? Yeah. Walter Hodge is a EuroLeague player. Mm-hmm. He's he, a EuroLeague player. I think he's like on the legit well, we team. Have, you got to go kill him, Mike. Yo, Don't well, you idolize yo, him. We have, I'm not. I'm not. I'm oh. Not. But, yo, we, we have. We have. He's a gasser, right? Yeah. We <laughs> yeah, have, yeah. man. We have a lot of dudes. We have a lot of pieces. Yeah. We all just have to come with that dog mentality. Like, we had to be selfless because on a national team stage, you're not, you're not judged on 
your average, how much points you have. You're judging your wins. Except Melo, he's average. He's judged by all of that. Well, hoodie Melo and and USA. Can y'all stop USA this Mello. stupid stuff? But hoodie Melo, hoodie Melo, no, hoodie Mello is the god. No, it's a real thing. I see what the media is trying to do, but no, yo, Mike, if, he, if he gets it, no, it's Mm-mm. not. But if he get Melo is really focused right now. Okay, he's back to his rookie year self. All right, I believe. Is it. he but in the best shape dude, of his life? Yes, this dude right now. If he takes off the hoodie and go in a game, he'd probably give a team 50. No, Mike, he would, lose, he would lose. He would lose. Yo, you okay. got to understand what this dude was going through. He was dealing with his personal life. Yeah, boy, she with his good. With his wife. Mm, she fine. You know? <laughs> he spent a lot of money. And on then he, you got to watch it get deal with on TV. Right? Yeah. Every week, dealing with the, And that's probably why he was mad. Then yeah. he had to deal with the, the, the uh, Phil Jackson. So right now, the dude happy. Okay, I hear you. It's good when you're playing pickup. You know you're what else, though? pickup. Okay, hold on. We've all seen like Mike the movie with Lil Bow Wow. Yeah. What happened when he took off his shoes? He, he sucked. He was trash. Exactly. If Melo takes off the hoodie, garbage. Garbage. So? Yes, he will immediately regain watch him, those. Watch, watch him this season. He'll immediately regain those twenty-five pounds, mm-hmm. and then he the ball will just be stuck in his hand. Black hole. Watch him this season. You know what he should do though. You know what I think he should do. He should wear a Team USA jersey underneath his next jersey. But he's going to be great because right now the Knicks are petitioning for him to be able to wear a hoodie under his jersey. Like uh-huh. how do, remember years really? ago? No, I just completely made that up. What, oh, okay. what, what if, if he wore, they did though? Yeah, what if he wore a yeah, Team yeah. USA hoodie under his jersey? Listen to me. Well, that, then he's the MVP. That's Hall of great. Fame. Yeah, that's, that's great fantasy right now. He's but that'll never happen. He's, MV, he's the MVP. That'll never that happen. Cody Mello is the MVP. He just got to be happy, man. He'll be fine. Yeah, that's all it is. Mike, this has been a blast. Thank you so much, man. No we problem, gotta do man. this again. We, we gotta have do this to. again sometimes. And the third time you come on here, you will finally admit all of your Billy Gillespie stories because one way or another. No, you can't say third. You can't say third. Next time I come in here, hopefully I'm gonna leave. So the the. Y'all my boys, so I'm gonna normally, I'm gonna normally start doing this. You can big time us. You know you can. No, big no, 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 no. We will destroy <laughs> no. your phone. No. We will call no. you every I single day. I think John day. would kill me. Yes, John be trying to Facetime me. We will fly to where you are. What? No, I think my my okay my my ten year my my tenth year right when I'm really established, I'll tell you the Billy Gillespie stories. Ten Yo. years. How, how, what, what year are we in? Even, year one. I don't even know. If you, Shit. you sure Billy Gillespie can make it ten more years? This has been all I'm gonna say is all I'm gonna say is I'd say off here, but all I'm gonna say is that that guy he's a beloved character. We gotta leave right there because I gotta go hear stories. This has been conversations with Mike Carey. We'll see him in Europe. Y'all stay welcome.